It's not another Buffalo podcast with John. And uh, we're all in a lot better mood this week. So I, I'd expect the over under to be much lower than 19 bleeps. Brando. Um, my sister was saying that when Pat was giving the hero of the drought and he stumbled and said Ryan Fitzpatrick and started dropping all the F words, she was playing the uh, the show at her job in the hospital and everybody was cracking up. The nurses were dying laughing. And Pat. Crazy thing about this player is he is a very fertile man. Okay? So one record that he has, he is in second place for, um, you know, having a ton of children. Um, Ryan Fitz, oh, Jesus f***ing Christ. All right, welcome back to Not Another Buffalo Podcast. I'm John. I'm here with Pat and Brando. Uh, we're Buffalo Rumblings Podcast. Yeah, it's a great network. Their uh, the website best. is constantly pull up on my desk, on my desktop here, <laughs> on my laptop. <laughs> a frequent reader during my lunch breaks. When I was like 12 years old, I applied to write for the Red Wings SB Nation page. And they sent in like, you had to send in previous work. And I sent in like a school essay about something. I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> and I got a hard no. <laughs> so, How old were you? Literally, probably in like ninth grade when the Red Wings oh, nice. were still well, good. I'm proud yeah. of you for shooting your shot. Yeah. So when we like the first time I ever logged into Buffalo Rumblings and saw that they were an SB Nation site and that we produce a show that goes on their website, I was like, wow, this is cool. Like, <laughs> this is full circle. <laughs> Who's the boss now? And they didn't the ask boss, me yeah. for any previous work. So like, let's go. <laughs> Pat, how are you doing? We haven't we haven't talked to you yet. You doing good? Oh, living the dream, boys. <laughs> living the dream. Death, taxes, and Pat living the dream. Speaking of cutting audio clips, you could probably clip that every single episode. <laughs> living the dream. Living yeah. the dream. <laughs> We're about to see some great college football this weekend too. I mean, I'm gonna be loving. Go Michigan. Hell yeah! I was gonna say. So we got the uh, the two bowl games, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to pick them? Just for bonus picks? Yeah, dude, honestly, I think that at would be end, pretty fun. At the end of our picks, yeah. we can pick the, the last two. Sounds good. Give me the higher seed. Yeah, no, literally, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually how they go anyway. Yeah, but. literally, you could just say Alabama and like that's, I mean, yeah, that, honestly, you that's, can't go wrong That's the last that. five years of college football. Yeah. Anyway, hey, uh, we hit another milestone on the scoreboard last week. Yeah, we did. Somebody, for the first time this season, has hit 500 overall. Oh, man. I got to I got to check. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, no. Okay, so it's not the first time Pat started out 4 and 2 <laughs> since week 1. <laughs> out there in September, yeah. Um, but yeah, since then. And I'm still below 500, so Pat's firmly in second place at 45 and 45. I'm 43 and 47, two games back, and Brando is 58 and 32. Nice. So. What was our week this week? What do we do? All right, so Pat was four and two. I went three and three. And Brando, you were four and two as well. That's like the third week in a row for me going four and two, I think. Yeah. Wait, did numbers you, just... Can you read those again, Johnny? I'm sorry. Yeah, Pat, you went four and two. I went three and three. And Brando went four and two. All right. All Any right. glaring misses? Feels better the second time. No. <laughs> there was not a single game that all three of us missed this week. Um, we all nailed the Buffalo game and Las Whoop. Vegas over Denver. Um, okay. Pat and I missed on New Orleans over Miami. Uh, Brandon, you got that. I hit KC over Pittsburgh, clearing that spread. 
Um, I missed Arizona and Baltimore and Brando, you missed Baltimore as well. All right. Yeah. It's a good week. It is for you, for you guys. I, I've just, I've been hitting 500 or less for the last like four or five weeks in a row. Well, you Not got two more existence. weeks. How many games do you have to get to, for you to hit 500? Um, four games back. So if, right. if, if I, I have to go five and one to hit 500. So it's, it's not impossible, but no, or four and two and four and two, you could do or six and oh, and you'll be above 500. Yeah. Hey, gotta love that. But I couldn't, math, I math, couldn't possibly math. pull off a feat. That's only been pulled off once this season by, by the by great, the great Pat Caprio picker of picks, <laughs> picker of picks, picker of noses. <laughs> um, but, you know, all right. So what's it this first things. game looking like Johnny? Uh, um, let me, let me roll the intro. Time for the guys to pick their picks in the pick six pickums. All right, so first off, we got the softball of the week. We have half of a team coming into Buffalo to face the Bills. And uh, the big question here will they clear the 14 and a half point spread, which is is that, is that the biggest one that they had they've had this year? Nah, I want to say Houston, Houston was seventeen like, points. Oh, that's yeah, right. It was, was like a like three 16, score 17. spread. Yeah. yeah, that we covered. But yep. in the pouring rain. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Breno, you think they're going to cover that? That's a big number for a team that has Kyle Pitts and Cordell Patterson. I think we're going to cover. Give me the Bills. Give me Josh Allen because they still have reason to play. It's not like there's anything made for them yet. In where they would be locked yeah, in. I mean, for they're playoffs. seven and eight. I mean, they, they still have a decent shot of making the playoffs. So. Yeah, both teams are playing for something here. So I would expect a good game. The weather could be a factor on Sunday. It's supposed to be cold, which sucks. I hate being at the stadium when it's fucking cold out. But they uh, seem to play well as long as Josh isn't rifling them into Diggs' fingers. Or We'll see how the defense looks, but give me the bills. Yeah. Pat, what about you? Well, I think that we're probably going to be up by about, um, it's probably going to be like, um, you know, 20 to six and, um, Sean McDermott and his, uh, his eternal, um, quest to not lose games. will probably let, you know, the Falcons score a garbage time touchdown so that the bills can take forward kneel downs and screw the entire spread. So, um, <laughs> you know, literally I could see it like being at exactly 14 points and then Sean McDermott, um, you know. But if he gets the W, I really don't care. And plus, he was pretty ballsy last week, so perhaps a bad take. <laughs> no, I like it. So you got Atlanta on that one. Buffalo not clearing the spread. Yeah, Buffalo winning, but not clearing the spread. Yeah. I'm going to take Buffalo winning. You're not going to slow it on the hype train now for me. I uh, I don't think I've picked against them all year. Don't know why I would stop now. Nothing's going to stop us now. I have to, I have to look at that. <laughs> I wonder if I picked against Buffalo at any point this year. I'm looking through the, uh, the I don't think you have. The one time that me and Pat did, you picked the Bills. Let's see. True. That was the Tampa Bay game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, no. I picked against them. I I picked... Uh, the. It was a 16 and a half point spread against Houston. And I, I said mm. they won't cover that. Brandon said they would. So... Anyway, next up, we got uh, Kansas City going into Cincinnati. This will be a good game. Um, if there's still any hope for the one seed, you need Cincinnati to win this game for the Bills to have a shot at that. Um, Kansas City is five-point favorites despite it being in Cincinnati. Uh, Brandon, what do you got in that one? I'll take the points. 
I'm not sure how it's going to turn out, but I'll bet on Joe Burrow following his 520 yard performance. Um, even if the Chiefs win, it could be close. Burrow has the talent to keep up with them in a dogfight. Uh, and I like to see this young guy continue to grow and succeed because also I would rather, I'd like the one seed. What are we, two games back? Uh, there's a lot of stuff that has to happen. I think, um, including the Chiefs losing out. So I mean, Tennessee right. has to lose twice. Um, Chiefs have to lose out. And a couple other little things here and there. So it's it's like a point zero one percent chance. Oh, okay, but, that's silly. Well, you're telling way, me there's a chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> either way, I'll take Joe Burrow. Give me Burrow in the five points, and you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Pat. What about you? Well, Pat Mahomes is certainly not old Josh Johnson um, stepping in for, um, Los Ravens. And, um, you know, even though Joe Burrow is tied for my dad's second favorite NFL quarterback, um, you know, with Josh Allen behind the great, um, <laughs> Dak Prescott, um, I still have to, um, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I feel bad, but now nah, I got The chiefs are playing amazing right now. I mean, in a game, I thought they would not cover the spread. They beat the Steelers by what, like 30 points. So, I mean, I, I got to roll with the Bengals not covering. Yeah. I'm going to take Cincinnati on this one. Joe Burrow this year has performed pretty well against average to uh, low quality secondaries. And even though Kansas City's secondary is like playing above uh, where they were earlier in the year, um, if he can, if he can't have a day like he had last week sitting on my fantasy bench, ugh, kill me, um, then, then it'll be at least a close game like Brandon said. So give me the points in that one. Uh, next up, we got Miami going into Tennessee, red hot Miami. The only team in NFL history to have a seven-game win streak and a seven-game losing streak in the same season. Tennessee is a three-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Uh, Pat, you want to take this one first? Yeah. You know, you guys ever listen to uh, Arrested Development, that band from the 90s? They have this song that goes, Tennessee, Tennessee. You know, Brian Tannehill. One of my favorite players in the NFL, he's got terrible stats right now, but um, those don't tell the whole story. As much as I love those Dolphins, I think uh, the streak ends. You know, I've been trying to think of a song that referenced Dolphins, but I don't have one. <laughs> um, so we're going to say... There's a, oh, come on, dude. Down by like the a- bay where the Dolphins swim. Nah. <laughs> yeah, so you, right. like, you like Queen. You love the song with David Bowie that he does with Freddie Mercury. Under Pressure. Yeah, so you should know. Is David, the word dolphin mentioned Dave, in that song? No, David Bowie has another song though. The um, now oh, I gotta look it up. The only other song I know that references water is "We All Live in the Yellow True, true. I'm telling you, I'm still kind of on my Beatles kick from watching the documentary. No, it's, called, it's called Heroes. All are aboard. Heroes. By oh, David Heroes. Bowie. Okay, yeah, that's the okay. one he did with Brian Eno. Yeah. 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 Also, by the way, that killer, like some killer version of that song performed by Peter Gabriel. Yeah, does Peter a pretty Gabriel's sick version so of that dude. song, and it was in uh, it was in Stranger Things. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. There's your dolphin song. Speaking of not a dolphin song, but I also thought it was funny that the Beatles give one song to Ringo Starr in every album because it's like. Uh, they you got Paul McCartney and Lennon just like all star caliber voices all the time, and then Ringo's like this average everyday guy just blasting Yellow Submarine or whatever it is. Dude, he's sounding. like I I gained so much respect for him too, man. He just seems like such a, they're all so cool. Like 
they, they're just regular dudes. Like they could be on not another Buffalo podcast right now enjoying themselves. Uh, <laughs> I just I felt like I could relate to Ringo after it's just like I started listening to the one Ringo songs off the album. So, so you listen like, to like Octopus's Garden too. Yeah, pretty good Ringo, pretty yeah. Good Ringo song. Yeah. That, was, that was another water one the I could have Octopus's Garden. Uh, but yeah, no, give me the Dolphins. I'll take the points. Eight in a row. Let's go. I want to play them first round because I want to squish the fish again. That'd be cool. We have not played a divisional rival in the playoffs in my lifetime. Give me one of the two. I want to be the division that boasts two playoff teams. Also for the sake to say that we came out of the division that had another playoff team, you know? Yeah. As a playoff stand now, um, all, all three teams are sitting in a playoff spot. Um, that's likely to not hold for uh, towards the end of the season because of tiebreakers. And obviously New England plays cool. New England plays Miami. Oh, that'll so, be the difference. So yeah. that's yeah. So that's why one of them is likely to drop out. But anyway, I'm I'm gonna take Miami. I mean, they're on a they're on a hot streak, and I, I think Tennessee is still a pretender until they get Derrick Henry back. So I mean, I don't know. They just they pull out victories, but that one's a toss up. Give me the points with Miami in that one. Uh, then we have the Rams going into Baltimore. Uh, do we know if Lamar Jackson's back for this one yet? I'll search it right now. They so they put a video of him doing some practice reps. Oh, I saw that on Tuesday. It was ankle. ugly though. Yeah. Shades yeah. of RG three trying to play on his broken knee uh, in oh, that 2012 playoff. I, I think they game. still feel pretty comfortable though with Taylor Huntley. I mean, wasn't he just, he was but on a COVID. He was type sick deal. with not yeah. COVID. Really? They got the flu bug flying around here. Ugh. God, you, oh, you almost have to feel bad for the Ravens. I mean, oh, there's a good chance they completely missed the playoffs this year. Like I've been, I've been playing around with the playoff simulator, and there's a lot of scenarios where they don't, they don't make it in. If they lose, it's eight percent that they make it. So that's a big difference. I don't think they're going to win. So I don't know if you're asking me, but I'm going to tell you. I'm going to pick whoever they're playing because I don't think they're going to win. Rams. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely give me the Rams then. Give me Matt Pat. Stafford. What about you? Well, I mean, Matthew Stafford did play pretty poorly last week, um, but doesn't matter. They still won, though. They did. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, Th- thanks. Sh- thanks, Matt Stafford. Do you hate him now, John? Do you like despise him? Personally. You're going to have that negative thoughts about him forever because no. your first fantasy football season ever was lost. Yeah. My first play. Oh, yeah. My very first fantasy football season. First round of the playoffs because I had a first round bye, And uh Yep, that was it. It's Down just the things you remember, dude. I remember Philip Rivers f***ing a game up for me once, and it was like, oh, Philip. Every time, <laughs> I'm like, I like you, buddy, but you really got me there. Like, <laughs> So, Pat, who you, who did you pick in that one? The Rams. All right, cool. So we're Rams across the board for that one. Um, then we have Denver going to L.A. Uh, to play the Chargers. Uh, the Chargers are six and a half point favorites in this one. Pat, do you think they're going to clear that six and a half points? Brad, you said, I, think that, I think that all of us are going to pick... Um, would pick I mean, them straight up. I'm sure a lot of people picked them to beat the Houston Texans last week too. So like, that's I mean, true. I'm, I'm going to throw that in there because if this goes poorly, I just want it out there that like, <laughs> you know, other people have screwed up picks on this team, you know, but, um, I, don't, I, I, I just like, dude, without Teddy Bridgewater, who I really did not think was that good. Like this, this team, it goes from being serviceable to just like basura. That's, uh, that's, you know, <laughs> so, those of you, uh, <laughs> f- uh, following along learned what that meant last episode. So not quite Mierda, just, just Basura. Yeah. But. This is an educational podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, who you got in that one? 
Uh, give me the Chargers because six and a half is better than seven. And I think that line could move to seven by four. So yeah. lock in the six and a half while we can and give me Justin Herbert to bounce back. Yeah. I mean, they basically need to win this to, to make the playoffs and Denver's playoff hopes evaporate with a loss. So I don't know uh, how they haven't already. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. They're going to have some tough decisions to make, whether they're going to stay in uh, QB and coach purgatory. Uh, they'll make a move. They'll get somebody this offseason. Yeah. You Russell, think so. Aaron, you know. Yeah. Hi, Rod. All right. Uh, last last up on the docket, we got Cleveland heading into Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is on the brink of its first losing season under Mike Tomlin. So What's Pat, the record right now? 7-7-1? Seven, seven yeah, they're 7-7-1. Seven, seven, and one. Yeah. Well, who's... I mean, is Kareem Hunt playing? Is he, is he serviceable? Um, that's my main concern. If if Kareem and Baker can both be out there, even though Baker played really badly against the Packers, like I mean, really badly. Yeah. But you know, I I like you, Baker. You have great commercials. Um, I I don't know though. I mean, what did you say the spread was again? Four points. Three and a half. Three and a half. Oh, I guess for yeah. the hook. for who? Uh, Cle- uh, Cleveland minus three and a half. Uh, yeah, give me the Browns. Give me the Browns. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. Um, you know. <laughs> Dearness Johnson can be back there. It doesn't matter. But Brian, what about you? Well, Big Ben announced that it'll be his last start at Heinz Field unless they win a playoff game there. So it's coming to the wire for him. So for me, this could go one of two ways. Ben balls out. They lose and cover the spread. So it's close. Ben balls out and they win big or he just really lays an egg and they just get lit up again. That's not really a hot take, is it? By giving three very potentially possible outcomes. Uh, <laughs> so I'm going to take the Steelers and the three and a half just because I want to see what's going to happen. I think it's more likely that they play for Ben and they keep it close. And that close game could come down to a field goal or a missed field goal. And I'll take the points in that situation. But I also wouldn't be surprised to see them just get like blown out. Yeah. Cause that happens sometimes. Because they're like, yeah. oh, well, I'm done after this. Why do I have to play so? Yeah. Well, I'm going to take outcome number one. I think Ben lays an egg. I'm going to I'm gonna pick Cleveland on that one. Fair. <laughs> yeah. But speaking of hot takes, I don't really think that we're a hot take podcast. Like, we're a very, <laughs> like, just, like... I mean, I've had some takes, but... Well, you know. I, I, okay. So, since Pat has said that uh, Christian McCaffrey is washed up, we haven't had Season any hot takes. Injury. Well, and that Teddy Bridgewater slander where I literally predicted that. Um, <laughs> yeah, he you know. jinxed him. He didn't, he didn't predict it. He just jinxed it. Insult turns into injury. That was that was basically what that was. Sweet. Uh, so those are our picks. We're going to be right back with some Brando's bets. Uh, so stick around. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. 
And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, male men and male women across the country, anybody who placed a bet on this game last week, I applaud you all for betting with conviction like we do here on Brando's Bets. You know, we don't get days like that too often where the stars align. The Bills are underdogs. The Bills are disrespected. And you got Mac Noodle Jones arm coming in here. Well, I guess we went there. So it's not too often often <laughs> that we the, the stars line up for you know we also we have a, a very talented roster so when you have guys like McKenzie stepping up for Davis and Knox playing and Josh Allen at quarterback just all of these bets you can make with much more confidence so um i just want to go over a couple things from last week that we mentioned that that hit uh buffalo winning obviously the over the total points of 20.5 uh, the Buffalo total touchdowns of over two and a half. The Buffalo Bills plus two and a half. Uh, Buffalo to win and the over of points. We got the over for points. And then the the one that was close was the under for New England coming in at 22 points. And New England got stopped at 21 points. So that was one that was a little bit sweaty. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie touchdown. Dawson Knox touchdown. And... Um, Buffalo over uh, 20 and Buffalo total points over 43 and a half for the game. So if you, um, you know, we, we mentioned a lot of that stuff last week. If you're a Bills fan in general, you just like to see those numbers go up. So it's exciting times to be a Bills fan. It's exciting time to be sports betting. Also update. I don't know, John, it just doesn't really affect you in Tennessee, but I believe New York state will be having legalized betting on apps via like DraftKings, Sportsbook, uh, Caesar Sportsbook, MGM in the next 10 days, uh, I think it comes through. So get get ready to get hit with a bunch of free offers. Yeah, so dude. we're going to stack Endless. those really. They just keep sending me stuff. I haven't bet my own money since I first logged on and put $5 in. And you know what's great is when you can make money with other people's money, that's just like the best. Yeah. <laughs> also... <laughs> We didn't do it in our picks, but we'll make it part of Brando's bets. Um, so let's talk about this college football game real quick. Obviously, we're going to talk about Michigan first because that's because I would consider myself about 47% Michigander and uh, 53% New Yorker. So uh, my alma mater in another life, blue and gold, Sabres colors. What do we got here? We got Georgia at seven and a half point favorites over Michigan. Who you got? Well, I'll tell you what, when I when I watch college football, my dad always says, I'll tell you what, you want to know why Dak Prescott's so good? Because um, he played in the SEC, man. Listen, I'll tell you what. True. Very true. Um, you know what, though? I mean, I, I can't even think of the... Well, I guess Ohio State won it um, uh, playing in the Big Ten or, or Big 12 or whatever, but... Um, uh, give, me, give me the Bulldogs, unfortunately. Sorry, Brando. Um, Boo! Well, you make a po- you make a good point there, Pat, because like uh, an SEC team, all 12 of them or whatever is in the SEC, they get like probably 40 
35 to 44 five star recruits out of high school each year that are like their backups are the five stars. They're, you know, your starters have sat behind five stars. Yeah. Well, um, it's like the the worst team in the SEC um, is probably like twice as I mean, and I, like I said, I like the Big Ten, but it's like there there are no Iowa States um, in the in the Big Ten. There are no Indiana football teams in the well, Big Ten. Teams but, in the Big Ten, they might get like ten to fifteen of those blue chip players and that make an impact, but it's not nearly the same amount. So like you get a big time talent difference over the course of like, you know, a recruiting session of three to four years. And Jim Harbaugh has been there long enough that he should have, this is not his best talent, but they've been here. You know, you have a Heisman trophy winner. So maybe the people will say it is their best talent, but obviously I'm going to take Michigan in the seven and a half. That's a total Homer pick. I don't believe in Michigan. I don't really like Harbaugh. I didn't think they were going to make it this far, but I'm going to take them. So, John, I don't know how much you follow these two teams, but uh, if you oh, want to I throw, don't, throw I don't, I don't watch college football, but give me the points. <laughs> take the points. I'll, all right. I'll watch these games. Like, I usually watch the, you know, the last two bowls and then the national championship, but... They're usually good football. I mean, I just can't stand watching Alabama, so I never, like, I always turn it off after they're winning by a lot. Well, what's interesting is the over under for this game with Michigan and Georgia is 43 and a half. So that's that's really low, which is interesting because they're probably like, you know, they run some pro style offense. They they run they run play action. It's not like they run spread all day long. But then you go to the Alabama game against Cincinnati. I got a 57 and a half. I got a 59 over. What is this? What is the spread on that game, dude? I wouldn't be surprised. That's like a 15 point spread. Well, we got 13 points for Alabama favorites yeah. by Cincinnati. Easy. So I don't know. Betting against Alabama is kind of like picking against Tom Brady, whatever you guys want to say there. I don't know. Uh, Cincinnati. I don't know much about them, but I know that they were pretty good. They might've been undefeated. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to take Alabama all day. Yeah. I hate Nick Saban. Give me the points, but yeah. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you. I mean, when you're and like, I don't even think if, if someone threw for 43 TDs and four picks and the NFL people would be going bananas. I mean, you know, Bryce Young, dude won the Heisman for a reason. Um, it would be cool, though. Honestly, it would be really cool. It would be like the first real college football upset since like Boise State beating Oklahoma in the Fiesta Bowl in what, 2008? So, I mean, it would be cool. It's like David versus Goliath matchup. And like this, the Cincinnati team hasn't lost. So you got to imagine there's some sweet camaraderie and shit. But, um, you know. I don't know. I still got to pick Alabama, but I would be very happy if Cincinnati won. Yes. Yes. Well, anyways, that's all of college football. I haven't watched much. It's probably the least amount of college football I've watched in my lifetime. Um, I've been kind of wrapped up in this bill stuff. seems to be more exciting for me. Uh, But anyways, let's get into some bets for this bills game this week. We got an interesting game against Atlanta, which is not a strong team. Total points. We got 44 is the over under. I like the probably the over on that just because I think the Buffalo offense has been humming so much and Atlanta might have enough weapons just to score a couple touchdowns here and there. So I like the over on that. Uh, when you look at the total points by the Bills, they're at 29 and a half. And when you got a team that's averaging over 30 points per game, you can kind of see that. I don't know. What do you guys think about that? 29 and a half over under for the Buffalo Bills. That's a little bit high in a game where you're facing an inferior opponent for me. Like I, I, I would love the bills to lay a 40 burger, but this, they to don't me, have to lay a 40 burger. Are they going to lay a 30 burger? 
Yeah. Question. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This for whatever reason, this game screams like twenty four ten to me. Okay. Like, the weather could see that happen. You know, if it's cold and things slow down, we might not see a high flying game. Yeah. Pat, what but, about you? What do you think? Thirty points for the Bills offense. You think they got it in them? Well, I just feel like I mean, I I, I don't even know if it's gonna be twenty four ten, but like I feel like if Sean McDermott is up, say twenty points. Like he's really not going to lay the, the hammer down, and like, why would you? But at the same time, I, I mean, see that's the thing. Actually, Sean McDermott is uh, less likely to be conservative if they're winning by a large margin, because I it's think it's been that, shown he's proven that. Yeah, like he's okay yeah. with being aggressive when they're already up, because he feels like he has a buffer if they don't make it. Where he's he's really scared of making moves that will that could possibly lose the game, even if there's a chance that they are. A big yeah. swing in the positive direction too, but that's a good way to put it, John, because he's he's a track record of that. Where if they're up even by the smallest of margins, they'll they'll do it, they'll go full send. But he doesn't want to lose the game, and and you can see it's it's there. But yeah, I like but. the over twenty nine and a half. Um, I'm looking at averages, right? A basketball player averages twenty five points a game, and they set an over under at nineteen. I'm taking the over. True, true. Same thing here. Bills have averaged enough. They've showed me enough times that they've scored over thirty on inferior defenses. Now the next over under interesting is fourteen and a half by the Falcons. I would. I'd, oh, over. That's man, low. Honestly. That's low. Disrespect. That's a, a lot of disrespect for Atlanta, or a lot of respect for Buffalo's defense. That was another. I don't know, man. Fourteen and a half. That's a low number. I think the Bills are letting, on average, what, let me see, I think it's like 15. What do you guys think about that? 14 and a half. I mean, I wouldn't <sighs> like to see them go over, but... Whichever way I'd pick, I wouldn't feel confident in my guess. Right? I would think I would think more than... I mean, as long as Matt Ryan's in the game, with Kyle Pitts in the game, and Cordero Patterson, like, I, I mean, there's always a shot. But. The Bills, on average, have given up 17.6 points per game this season, which is number three in the NFL. So I would probably pick you over. That's no. interesting. It's so funny. Like I don't, this is why I can't always get into certain props, like even stuff that, that a lot of people love. Like that's yeah. why I love the, like the touchdown scores because you get a lot oh, of yeah. opportunities within a game for people to score touchdowns. And I mean, my, my logic can, on that though, cause I agree with you. You're right. But if I'm betting on four people to score a touchdown, that's 28 points, right? Yeah, yeah. I'd only I'd only put four touchdown scores in if I thought it was going to be a high scoring game in the first place. Like yeah. I don't do that for every game. Like I'll pick like one or two usually. Okay, but because sometimes anyway, I'll reason, try and hedge. The reason that I think about that is because you know Vegas builds their odds on averages, so they're when they're putting an over under, it's supposed to be fifty fifty either way. You know, you're supposed to, and you're getting basically you know negative one ten odds, which doesn't have a large payout. Whereas things that don't have as big of a sample size for significance, like touchdown scorers, like that's much more random and hard to predict. So you have a, like, in my mind, you have a little bit better of a chance of beating the beating, beating Vegas. Cause that's essentially what you have to do to make a profit over time. If you're gambling is you have to outsmart Vegas and it's like, yeah. it's designed not to do that. So, <laughs> but you know. this team is not designed like the team that Vegas has in their brain because obviously you see it week after week where they cash things like the over and they cash things like multiple players cashing touchdowns and they they cash the 
you know, in the touchdowns, they have the over under for the touchdowns for the game is five and a half, which would put that at about 38 points, right? Seven times five is 35, half touchdowns, 39. So if you look at it that way, you know, five and a half touchdowns, what do you think about that? Because the bills are good for three easy. So five and a half means six though, right? I mean, you have to have six. Yeah. So yeah, that's tough. Cause you're asking the bills to score in my mind, five at that point, because I don't think the Falcons are going to get two. So can they score on five of 10 possessions in a game? Yeah, I think they can. I don't, I I wouldn't bet this. I wouldn't bet this, but yeah, it's just like, you never know when you're going to have a game like when they played new England the first time or, or some of these down weeks. And I don't think that they're, I mean, they're heading into the playoffs. They're going to go in hot. I, I, I'd assume that they are themselves this week and they don't show up as a shell of themselves. But anyway, that's why I like touchdown scorers too, is because you can bet a lot more touchdown scorers um, and still pay out positive because you're getting yeah. much better odds on that than negative 110 where it's Wait, basically. You're going to like, you're going to like Brando's bets for this week then. All right. Well, hit me, hit me with Brando's bets. I don't have the odds for him though. You okay. might have to help me. Yeah, yeah. I'll pull up uh, Caesars really quick. <laughs> Mobile betting in Tennessee. <laughs> yes, nothing illegal. Give me the over for the Bills game. Over 44. I'm confident in that this game will go over 44. There's enough talent on both sides of the ball to score more than 44 points in an NFL game. When you have teams like the Bengals throwing for 500 yards and you have a team like Miami set at 40 and the Raiders and Colts at 44. Like we're, we're, we're higher than that. We can score more than that. So give me that. Give me a Stefan Diggs touchdown. This man, that would be a career high if he scores this week, pro bowl wide receiver as he is. What has he got? Nine, right? Nine. No, he's never caught more than nine in a season. So if he scores 10, that'd be a career high for him, which would be and awesome. And it would be a 16th game. So that would be cool. Cause it would be, you know, the yeah, old, like a, like a real season, a real season worth. So I got Stefan Diggs as a touchdown scorer. And then on the last part of this, I'm going to pick a game, but I want to look through these games real quick because I think that we have a lot of interesting games on this. We, I don't want to have one that we picked already, but I was going to say the lions, but they keep, they keep screwing me, but lions at Seahawks. No, I mean, you they, know what? I, did they cover the spread? I mean, that was a damn close game last week. I mean, what lions what plus seven. That? Uh, I don't know, man. I'll take that and put that in there. Lions plus seven. So it's a little bit of a weird parlay, but any casino, if you go up, they'll take it. Um, comes in at plus four seventy nine. So if you Ooh. bet 50 bucks, you pay out two eighty nine. Nice. That, that that's, that's those are nice some good bet. odds. Yeah. That's a good what was bet. that number again? Plus 479. All right. So to recap that, we're taking the over in the Bills game over 44 points. Uh, yep. Steph Diggs to score a touchdown yep. and Lions plus seven. And those odds come out to plus 479. Correct. Nice. So bet $50 and win whatever half of 479 is, you said, right? How about we talk about Madden for a quick second? Because, uh, oh, yeah. RIP, I was playing yeah. some Madden today. Uh, me and John forged a friendship that we still talk about Madden tournaments. We used to spend hours and hours, you know, recruiting friends, making brackets, picking teams, all this fun stuff. Have a full day at my house or whoever's house, John's house. Pat used to get disqualified for touching other people's controllers because he used to get mad and slap controllers out of people's hands. I'm not the best sport when it comes to playing Madden. (laughs) 
And I just remember, I remember Zach Fitzsimmons showing up and running oh, with dude. Chris Johnson or Reggie Bush. Yeah, yeah, he was a big Saints fan. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Halfback off tackle over and over and yeah. over. I remember me and Carl would always have crazy games. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they were fun. Get eight, eight of our buddies together playing on a PS2 on Madden 07 or 09, whatever it was. And uh, spending our Spanish classes making brackets. You know, it's yep. just funny because I was talking to my dad about this. He remembers with Summerall in Madden calling games. And, Dude, I had Madden 2001 where it was Pat Summerall and John Madden, and Pat Summerall would go jumbo package. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah, dude. No, I, I actually did have um, one of those games coming up on PlayStation One, but I mean, they were a great combo, honestly. Like, that's cool that at least they were in a couple games, you know. But uh, as like real live announcers, I was just talking to my dad about it because they switched to ABC to ESPN when I didn't have cable. At an age that like I was ready to watch football. Um, but the age before that, you know, whatever I was six, seven years old, I do vividly remember seeing this dude on TV with a really loud voice calling a game. But it's very, very, very vivid, like of his voice. But I don't remember the game. Like it was and it's like one time. And I don't really remember him calling games. And obviously I wasn't alive for him being a coach. But I thought it was super interesting how he can pl- affect three generations of people in the way that he affected the world right like yeah and i mean his last broadcast was the super bowl with the the arizona cardinals and the steelers with that really? which is a great catch. game dude great yeah. game no it was uh santonio holmes bro sorry sorry you're right yeah yeah but you know i don't know if you guys are still playing madden these days it's not the same as it was we, we really had it at a good time because it was like technology yeah. was perfect for what we wanted uh, now it's yeah, a little yeah, overcomplicated a little but, bit my boy yeah. Um, Bronx Randy, love you, bud. Um, but yeah, we still play a little bit. It's hard though. I don't like to play, um, as the bills because then if Josh Allen like throws six interceptions and it's really me, like I just, I feel bad. <laughs> That's like, so I funny. Wanna, I don't want to put that on Josh. You know, it's I can't, so funny that I you say can't, that. I can't not play with the bills. Like Dude. if it's Madden 18 and he, like he throws a bunch of picks in like Madden 18 or, or 19 or whatever it is, but in the new Madden, like he's, he's good. good. He's good. Yeah. He's a potential cover athlete for next year. That'd be cool. But it's so funny that you say that, Pat, because I'm sitting playing Madden this morning and Sam walks out and sits on the couch and she's watching because I just got Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs on my ultimate team. So I was playing and Josh throws a pick and I was like, F- you, Josh. And she looks at me and she's like, why did you say that about Josh? And <laughs> Josh is our friend, right? I was like, yeah, what's, a, interception. What's, what's your girlfriend's fantasy team name? <laughs> <laughs> Something for Josh Allen. Uh, but anyways... It was funny because she's like, well, did you tell him to throw the ball there? And I was like, yeah. So she's like, well, why is it Josh's fault? <laughs> and I'm like, well, he's the guy in the game that threw it, not me. And she's like, I think it's your fault. And I'm like, you don't know anything. You don't know this game. You've never played before. <laughs> we got too much respect for Josh Allen. Yeah. Uh, so quick, quick topic I'll just throw in here really quick. Who are some of the best uh, football players never to make it on the cover of Madden? That's oh an God. interesting like, conversation. Dude, Peyton Hillis was on the cover of Madden and he was like Mierda. He wasn't even Basura. He was Mierda, like beyond Basura. I think, like, terrible. I think Peyton Manning. I mean, Peyton that's what I was going to say. Peyton Manning's that, probably the biggest snub of the yeah, decade. I mean, Vince Young, Vince Young was on Madden, dog. Like, I mean, <laughs> think about it. Who was on the cover when he threw 50 touchdown passes in like 16? Who you got? You had Calvin Johnson. You had. Uh, Tom's first Madden Tom Brady. cover was what last year? Odell Beckham was on 16. 
I remember 06 was Sean Alexander on the cover. 15 it was, a great game was as well. Richard Sher- Sherman. 17 was Gronk. 18 was Tom. There was a year with, uh, I think it was like 14 uh, or 15. It was Troy Palomalu and... Uh, that was no, 10. that's 2011 or 20. Madden 25 was tw- 2014 because of their anniversary. Oh, that's right. That yeah, was yeah. that's what I was Sanders. thinking of. Uh, 13 was Calvin Johnson after his record-setting year. 12 was Peyton Hillis, right? So yeah. think about it. Madden 12, let's see, was... Uh, Let's see. It's like other other snubs, like Randy Moss comes to mind. Like yep. Randy Moss was never on a cover. Terrell Owens, I don't think was ever. No, on he's on the cover of um, NFL 2K5 though. But okay. um, yeah, well, potentially, potentially a better game if you ask many gamers. It is but, I mean, Adrian Peterson didn't get on it. No, Marshall. he's definitely on the on the man. Oh, he was on an optional edition. He was on like the Legend edition of twenty five. Gotcha. Of twenty, which would have been twenty fourteen. So I'm trying to think, think uh, about who else. Uh, Peyton was a good pick though, because yeah, Peyton think, was the first. Peyton thought. and Eli. I mean, Philip Rivers not being on there. They could have done them both. They could have done a Manning cover. That would have been funny. Like twenty eleven after Eli wins the Super Bowl. That'd have been a good Madden cover. Uh, think about what else iconic happened in the decade. Russell Sorry, Wilson. I was gonna Dak. I feel like yeah, Dak's Dak a should good be story. on. Dak should be on there. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Mike Caprio. That's for you, Mister <laughs> Mister Caprio. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say Drew Brees, but he's on the cover of Madden Eleven. Yeah, um, he got on one. I mean, Kyle Orton. I know he deserved Kyle a Madden Orton. cover. Um, <laughs> think about it. The well, only ben Roethlisberger Bill, wasn't on a cover, was he? No, Shady McCoy back in his prime could have gotten on a cover. That's yeah. true. That's true. Um, I guess Roethlisberger is the only other. St- was Aaron Rodgers on a Madden cover? Nope. nope. No. They don't want to put any Packers on the cover anymore because they're probably yeah. going to do it again this year and he's going to change teams again. Like Yeah, and some Brett Favre. Brett Favre stuff. Yeah, they're going to have to throw in the 0-9 Packers again, just like in that game like where he was on the Jets in the game, but they had to have a special team called the 0-9 Packers, which was also my favorite team to play with in that game. Yeah, so. to go with the Packers. That's a good question. Yeah. If, if you guys have any thoughts about who got snubbed on Madden, uh, go ahead and uh, tweet at us. And you can find us on Twitter at NotBuffPodcast. Because we're not buff. We're actually very um, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we, actually very normal build. <laughs> I'm pretty skinny, man. I'm not buff. Yeah. We could have named it literally your average Buffalo podcast. But <laughs> well, happy new year, everybody. Yeah, happy new year. Stay safe. Don't drive drunk. That's stupid. Uh, Uber. Be safe. Yeah. Uber. Oh yeah, that's right. New York has Uber now. I forgot. There was a yeah. time when uh they didn't. Yeah. They didn't, yeah. But All right. Stay safe. Go Bills. Uh, We'll see you again on Tuesday for our recap and uh, preview of the last week of the season. So hopefully we'll have a nice little picture of the the playoffs at that point. We'll be able to say, you know, is there still a chance for the one seed? Uh, We'll figure out a lot of that this weekend and and where the Bills will fall. Right now we're looking at likely a three, four seed possibly. So And uh, keep a lookout for some live updates from the stadium on Sunday. Awesome. This man holds the he holds the team together up there, dude. All right, boys, take it easy, and we'll see you again here next week. Take care, guys.